from Chicago Dramatists. You are listening to Small Fish Radio Theater in the area. Approximately 20 minute variety hour. Whee! We're your hosts, Herzo V. And Green, sharing the podcast waves with Joy Thorbjornson Coates. And Miss Kitten. Along with today's special guest, Sharon Phillips. And Mark Cater. It's Sopa Novaletta, a random tiny soap opera. The scene, a crowded book signing at a crowded bookstore. Next. It's an honor to meet you. Well, it's an honor to have you read my books. Would you like me to sign them? Absolutely, here you go. I, I didn't write these. I know. I've never heard of you, but still I wanted your autograph. <laughs> well, that's, that's great, but it should be in one of my books. Well, I've been wanting to read these ones. Well, try one of mine. You may like it. Uh, I read the descriptions and they didn't sound interesting. Buy one as a gift for no. a friend. Well, thank you for coming to say hello, but I don't feel comfortable signing another author's books. Why not? You're just as good as he is. How would you know? You've never read me. Well, just look how long this line is. And you waited to have me autograph somebody else's book? Well, I've never met a real author before. I gathered that. Fine, I'll do it to keep the line moving. What's your name? Ronnie. Here you go, Ronnie. Thanks. Oh, wait until my friend hears that I met the Ernest Hemingway. Next. I really love this book. Rolling Stones gathered no bubblegum. You have plants. Plants have ants. Before you know it, they show up in your pants. Don't live with ants in your pants. Get Colonel Boris's ant and pest control. Colonel Boris knows how to get rid of pests. Colonel Boris has eight years in counterterrorism, and he knows how ants live and how they die. Colonel Boris's ant and pest controls, so the ants stay out of your pants. Welcome to Bad Poetry Corner and Jokes. Bad Poetry and Jokes, that's right. You decide which is which. Ode to the globe atop the bookshelves I bought at Scandinavian Design after I came home from graduate school. Although with modern boundaries you abound, I am still glad to have you around. It's, it's really? Well, the introduction large. was longer than the actual poem. <laughs> I know, but it was meaningful, but kind of. It was rather learned. Hey, I, I have it. one. It's from my new ironic series. <clears throat> this bad poetry that we subject our listeners to every week, I expect, 
might make them laugh, but more often than not, I'm willing to bet they long for a plot. As our attention spans get increasingly smaller, it's drivel like this that will make the crowd holler. Give me a three-hour drama that's tragic. Immediate gratification has lost all the magic of sitting through speeches that sound repetitious. Oh dear, what rhymes with repetitious? Delicious. Suspicious. Surreptitious. Malicious. Oh, where was I? Well, I can't remember because it was getting rather long. There's no need to be malicious. He's being malicious because he's suspicious. I am not. R2. Oh, look who's here. here, here Just here. in time oh, to save us from the... Good seeing y'all again. Hey, are you still reminiscing? Remin- yeah. How's that going, Joy? Are you still reminiscing about that cowboy days? Why, sure enough, I am. Yes, sir. You know, I took the cowboy in like a horse to oats. And I weren't no yellow-bellied ch- uh, chucklehead neither, uh, though I did learn a few things the hard way. Like, one of the first things I learned about being a cowboy is never drink downstream from the herd. I never did that again, and you know, when it's time to take a dump, don't be wearing your spurs, I'm just telling you, ouch, that smarts, oh my goodness, well, you know, you hear all kinds of stories when you're out on the range, (laughs) by God, and well, there was this one story I heard about a cowboy who passed on and was going up to see old St. Peter, you know, and and St. Peter asks him, uh, he says, have you done anything of particular merit, and Well, the cowboy says, yeah, I believe there is something I I have done one thing. Well, like what, says St. Peter? And the cowboy says, "Uh, well, I was on a trip in the Bighorn Mountains in uh, Wyoming, and I came upon Black Bart's gang who were threatening a young woman. And so I stepped right in and told them to leave her alone. But they wouldn't listen to me. No siree, Bob. And so I went right up to Black Bart and smacked him right in the face, kicked him in the shin, and ripped his nose ring out. (laughs) And I threw it on the ground, and then I yelled at him all and said, Back off, or I'll do the same to all of (laughs) you. Well, St. Peter was impressed, and he said to the cowboy, says, Well, what happened? When did this happen? And the cowboy says, Well, just a couple of minutes ago. Oh, well, oh, hell. Oh, I guess I'll stop my yammering now, and I'll see you next time, as oh. long as the cold meat wagon don't get me. <laughs> Adios, amigos. Adios. It's time for Barnyard Classics! Pass the bourbon, skip the brains, Barnyard Classics, here's what we mean. We make the classics relatable and short. Pull up a chair, have a snort. Barnyard Classics! Today's story, Cinderella May, a modern barnyard twist on a children's classic. Once upon a time, there lived a pretty decent-looking young girl whose mother died. And like all girls whose mothers die in this genre of classic, of course, her father remarried an evil stepmother who took all the money for herself and her daughters, dressing Cinderella May in rags and making her do all the work 
formerly done by the servants. <laughs> Today is extra special in the Cinderella May household because of a Facebook invitation has been published. Lala May, Lula May, look at this, girls. An invitation to a hoedown at the palace. Oh, the prince must be looking for a princess. Now, you all go get yourselves a bath in the river. But, but it's, it's cold, cold in, in the, the river. river. You want to marry a prince, you got to smell better. Cinderella May, go wash these dresses on the rocks. Pick some flowers for the hair. Be sure all the cow dung is scraped off our shoes. And use my phone here to order us an Uber stagecoach. Well, I want to go to the hoedown, too. Oh. <laughs> like the prince would look at you. And with that, they cackled out to get clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pshaw. Only way I'm going to escape this here drudgery is to get me to the hoedown, too. <gasps> Wait. Her phone. Huh. Well, Amazon.com, I can order me a dress and the sparkly sequin stilettos and set up an Uber for my own self. And then they will be none the wiser. Boy, this internet is the best fairy godmother anyone could ever dream of, I think. And look, delivery by drone. Ooh, I can get it today by this afternoon. So, of course, later that day, Seconds after the evil trio of mother and sisters cackled off to the hoedown, <laughs> the drone arrived with Cinderella May's attire, and seconds later, her Uber driver. Grab your girl and spin her around, pick her up and throw her on the ground. And she showed up at the hoedown just in time for the prince to walk down the stairs. My, you're lovely, and you smell so clean. Dance with me all night, make all the other ladies jealous. All right. <laughs> now, unfortunately, Cinderella May weren't the sharpest tool in the shed, and it were just a matter of time before her evil stepmother got the cell phone notification that her drone package had been delivered. And this included an itemized list. Recognizing these items on the strange girl dancing with the prince, well, as the evil stepmother and the sisters approached Cinderella May, she did the only thing she could and hightailed it out of there. Wait! Ah, oh, but look, she lost this tiny sequence to Leto. I will hunt her down if I gotta take this shoe and try it on every girl in the county. Back at the barn, Cinderella May danced with a pitchfork, recollecting the magical evening. She had been locked in the barn all night by her stepmother, who was very angry about the whole Amazon thing. These items are going back on the next Amazon drone out of here, soon as that other shoe gets here. Soon, the biggest pickup truck she'd ever seen drove up. <laughs> Out hopped the shiny prince, sequin stiletto in hand. Come out, come out, wherever you are. 
The evil stepsisters fought their way to the door, but you could tell by looking their big old feet weren't a match for such a tiny shoe. Oh, Mama, go on. Cut a few of my toes so I fitted that shoe. I know I can do it. Just keep them on ice. Once I get in the shoe, I'm going to want Cinderella made to sew them back on. Consider it done. But I do want to return the shoe, so watch the bleeding. Here, Your Highness. That's our shoe. I have the receipt, see? Hmm, so you do. But she's a lot larger and smellier. Oh, on that dance floor, it makes everyone look smaller. Well, go on. Try it on me. No, it's my shoe. Cinderella May, you are supposed to be quiet and hide in the barn with the mice. Stop breaking character. What will those children think? They will think that... Cinderella May saves herself rather than waiting for some prince to do the job for her. Marry me. Let's cohabitate first. Okay. And they cohabitated happily ever after. Barnyard Classic. And welcome to Cooking with Joy. Wait a darn second. Excusez-moi? What's this week's recipe? Oh, why, it's veal force meat for stuffing small birds. Force meat? Force meat. It's a mixture of ground lean meat mixed with fat by either grinding, sieving, or pureeing the ingredients. What she said? My mama used to stuff squirrels with it. Well, mine used it for raccoons. Wait a minute. Joy, if you're going to cook for the hunting crowd, you got to lose that phony accent. Oh, but these are the delicacies served in the trendiest restaurants. Oh, trendy restaurants, my eye. Those are dead rodents. I'm being ironic to see how far people will go to follow a trend. I did eat a pig face once, paid $85 to do it. Can we please go back to regular recipes? Fine. Today, marshmallow frit lip cake. Now that sounds more like it. Melt marshmallows over low heat, add frit lips, uh, Captain Crunch or cereal of your choice, and voila, tasty treat. Top. With hot sauce. Hot sauce! Hot sauce! It doesn't sound like something we want to but... About time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to America's Got Limericks with Herzobi and Green. Our weekly game show where we decide if anyone wins anything at all. Herzobi, you're up first. Thank you. There once was a clown the name of Cheery, of whom children had grown rather weary. After years of the drink, he started to stink, and now the children all just call him Beery. Judges scores, nine. 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 Well done, well done. Now that's a limerick. Fine, fine, my turn. There once was an airline called Spirit, that canceled its flights as they neareth. 
No refunds were given and the passengers were driven to brawling in airports on social media. What? Judges scores? Uh, you just don't get it, do you, Green? Five. Four. Your lack of attention to predictability is infuriating, so I say one. All right. Herzovi, you're up. When working with wood in the dark, it's hard to tell pulp from the bark. So make sure you vise wisely and make cuts precisely, or your park bench will have lots of splinters. Would you like to try again? No. Sometimes we must experiment with the form to address reality. Judges' scores? Eight. Eight. Ten. Wait a minute. He experiments and gets points. I experiment and get nothing? That's not fair. Yours aren't experiments. They're just lousy. <laughs> oh, dear. Two-verse bell. This means, Green, you have to come with, up with a two-verse limerick for double points. Okay, here goes. In Brooklyn, right under the bridge, a young couple was close to the edge. They were taking a selfie. She took one step too many, and they fell right over the ledge. Okay. When, when they fell with a splash in the drink, the cell phone to the bottom did sink. Said the last to her lover, how will we call an Uber? He said, I don't know. Let me think. Wait, 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 I, I feel another verse coming on. They climbed out of the river all wet, and then they were quite promptly met by some officers in blue who said, how do you do? To a nice warm place you must get. Wow, Green, I have to say that was impressive. And for the third verse, you will get double points on the quadruple points. Judges, 10. 10. Negative 100 times five. What? That wasn't even funny. In fact, none of them were funny. We should just cut this segment. Yeah, probably. Uh, who made you the boss? Someone has to have standards. Well then, until next time, if there is a next time, our winner, Green. Oh, what do I win? What do I win? You win the win. That's it. That was totally unfair. We should cut this segment. Lottery, lottery, lottery of the absurd. Yeah. Today's numbers are dog food, dog food, chicken lips, chicken lips, a pint of Guinness, a pint of Guinness, and hot sauce. Uh, Joy, I think you're confusing your segments. Excuse me, speak for yourself. Uh, the hot sauce, it belongs in the other. Dog food, chicken lips, Guinness, and hot sauce. If you win today's lottery, you get a date with Harold. Oh boy. Well, that sounds like fun. <laughs> Count me out, all right? You're in a hurry. You're online about to grab the last two tickets to the hottest show in town. You log in, you have 10 seconds left, and you forgot your password. Passwords, we've all got them, and we all hate them, don't we? I said, don't we? Yes, that's right, that's right. We hate them. Now's the time to join us at Passwords Haters Anonymous. 
Share your stories, your solutions, your brushes with identity theft, how you finally got the people to stop filling your inbox with condom email, oh my God, and sit in the company of like-minded strangers as we reminisce about life before passwords. You know, when you drove to the store for shoes or stood in line all night for tickets, Password Haters Anonymous. Head to www.ihatepasswords.com to find a gathering near you. And that's all for this week's Small Fish Radio Theater's approximately 20-minute variety hour. Got a story to tell, a good joke, a bad poem, a hellacious haiku, a flash fairy tale. Head over to our submissions page and find out how, how that special someone could be you. And thanks to today's contributors, Tom Mizoraka, Mark Cater, Michael Herzobi, Trina Kakasik, and Michael John Kelly. If you like what you heard, head to our website at www.smallfishradio.com or find us on iTunes wherever you go to listen. It's always Three! This approximately 20-minute variety hour featured the talents of Mark Cater, Sharon Phillips, Michael Herzoni, Joy Thurgoodson Coates, and Michael John Kelly. Directing and sound design by Trina Kakesha. Special thanks to the White Crane Wellness Center and Chicago Dramas for providing rehearsal and recording space. Smallfish Radio Theater is produced by Michael John Kelly and Trina Kakesha. Thanks, thanks for listening, for listening. everybody.